Welcome to the Dan and Kimberly podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Fay. <laughs> oh, there's your radio voice. I, I like how I like how we did a staggered hello twice. You didn't give your name. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Kimberly Joy. <laughs> Dan looks. <laughs> what what look is this? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We have arrived. Man, I'm Thank putting this so on the nice. front instead of my walking from the Dan and Kimberly podcast. <laughs> just this intro. Just, <laughs> just hi. <laughs> Hi. 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 (laughs) Okay, so this week we're going to talk about time blocking. Yeah. Which I conveniently lost. And Dan is very nicely going to let us record it again because he's amazing. That's okay. I think later, (laughs) now I'm going to tell the story on air because we're reasonably transparent. But like, Mm -hmm. I think later I want to do an episode on like mistakes made during the first season. Oh, yeah, that could be our Um, 52nd one. Yeah. So like, uh, so no story here, but yes. We, we are not making a perfectly pristine production <laughs> over here, but that's fine. Just in case we somehow fooled you. Yes. Just in case you made it this far, you're just like, wow, that time Dan recorded the echo off the wall with his <laughs> microphone p- face backwards. That was some <laughs> top quality content. Somehow I don't think the facade you're worried about having perpetuated. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it is actually a thing. <laughs> Thanks. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry to shatter that dream. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'll get there. You'll get there. Okay. So time blocking. This is one that you actually taught me. Yeah. So I adore. So here's the issue, right? I'm a reasonably like unstructured, go with the flow. Why won't everyone leave me alone to my own devices person? And so the idea of like scheduling and goal setting was never particularly, particularly like attractive. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had like a lot of friction towards it because I'm like, ah, the business world, all these CEOs are telling me exactly what they do every second of every day. They have it down to the five minute thing in their journal. You know, that's so stupid. Um, <laughs> and then I read a book called um, The One Thing. The One Thing. Um, and it presented time blocking in such a way in a time when I had some friction at work around uh, constantly getting run over by management and pulled in a million directions so that I couldn't get into flow and I couldn't focus and get stuff done. That just like kind of blew my mind. It was amazing. And I'm like, oh, structure can be for me too. <laughs> That's amazing. Structure gives me freedom. What, what? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so the entire concept, like, especially for someone who still identifies as a perceiver mm-hmm. um, was like amazing. Cause it's like, Oh, like I, I have a, I have a vector into this whole be focused thing too. So ha. You do. Would you like to divine what a perceiver is? Uh, sure. So in the Myers-Briggs system, uh, the perceivers are the ones that, uh, so it is told. Uh, have an organized inner world and a disorganized outer world. They don't get the hand things like you did, but that's fine. Uh, And so I often have like a floor drobe or multiple floor drobes in different like levels of cleanness Uh Um, because I don't know, that seems like a lot of work to get all my laundry together and put it into shelves mm-hmm. um, so you don't enjoy external structure being forced upon you 
absolutely. I am. I structure my life for high autonomy. This is like the second sentence I say to everyone I meet in person. Uh, and it is the first sentence I say to people when they try to impose a random, hey, let's go have dinner at the end of the day on me. <laughs> uh, which is always just a text back being like, I structure my life for high autonomy. But it turns out that uh, having the capacity to time block uh-huh. um, and practicing it is like a very, very concrete, very, very... Uh, um, appreciable skill that ties very strongly into practicing boundaries, which can be a whole lot more fluid and flexible and a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but time blocking can like bring that into living color uh, in a way that like you still get a you learn a whole bunch of the same skills, but it's like so much more um, respected almost when you're just like uh, actually from this hour to this hour I'm going to be doing this thing. It's legitimized. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So this is another one of those things where like I get grumpy about the business world, stealing my words and doing all this other stuff. But sometimes the legitimacy they add to a concept is really, really helpful in this industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and time blocking is one of those things because it's useful for every human, everyone. So you learned it in the business world. How do you, how do you apply it practically and what, what, um, benefits do you see not only in your life, but in the ripple out of the people that you work with at work? So the, uh, the like tiny component I learned first was like, which we've done a podcast on before, right? Um, which is like bookending your day. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is a type of time blocking. You say like from this point in the morning, from this point in the morning, I'm just going to eat breakfast and chill out and drink coffee and maybe read the newspaper or do something. Um, I'm not going to get on Facebook until I've done these things for myself. Right. So I don't get responsive right out of the gate. Right. And, and people know that like the, you kind of train the world around you mm-hmm. that like Kimberly isn't on messenger to re- reply until such and such a time in the morning or whatever. Um, similarly at the end of the day um, you can set some expectation on yourself or your partner where it's like, yeah, I read for like the last half an hour, the last hour before I go to bed. And so it's like quiet time. You know, you're a kid. It's like, we're quieting down now. It's quiet. Uh, And so maybe you set rules around yourself, like no more screen time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like all this stuff, like I'm going to stay off Reddit and I'm going to stay off Facebook. Uh, I'm going to read or I'm going to do something. Um, And so that's where I like started practicing it. But then when it transferred into work, I was very resistant. But when it transferred to work, where it's like, oh, I'm going to structure my day at work. Um, What ended up happening was... So I'm a, I'm a creative worker. I'm a programmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you often need like hours and hours of uninterrupted time to get anything meaningful done. Like two to three hours of just not being interrupted can do like days of work of a programmer who's getting interrupted all the time. And so being able to start training people and saying like, uh, how did my manager put it? He was saying like, maybe the dev team should start having library rules um, between like certain hours of the day, like between 9 a.m. and lunchtime. Um, what and are so, library rules? So like, uh, like stay quiet, everyone, uh, headphones. So we, we're in an open office. So this also kind of rolls into it. Um, as in like, um, you know, you can message people async through either email or through a chat program. Um, but don't go over and tap anyone on the shoulder. Um, or don't start conversations like across the table uh, if you can help it. Like t- take it somewhere that's like quiet and won't interrupt others who are trying to focus. 
Um, and so the ability to be able to like agree on a focus time, mm-hmm. uh, just opens up like so much freedom and possibility at work. Like it's the opposite of, of what it kind of seems like it would be <laughs> of, um, of, you know, my freedom is being taken away. Uh, cause, cause now I have this structure instead. It's like, Oh, I'm actually free to have fun and create and do my job between these hours. Um, and then the rest of the time can be meetings, can be pulling people into side rooms to have a conversation, to draft something out. Uh, and, and that shift in practice really, really boosted. Now productivity isn't everything, but it really genuinely like boosted the, um, the feeling of ownership and, uh, ability to get stuff done of the developers because we were actually given enough free time and enough space to actually like do our job and do what we love, which is like get into flow and program and create something. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's the shorthand version of like my journey through how I came from like hating structure to like enjoying the idea of time blocking. Mm -hmm. Um, You said that I taught you this concept. Um, How did it end up showing up in your life? Um, Well, when you taught this to me, I originally had mental pushback where it seemed dickish. I'm not available during these times and you can just screw off, you know. Um, Granted, I'm in a a very responsive environment with my kids. So kids are a little different than adults, but um, I have to time block off for, for my clients and stuff. And what I'm finding is the first week is actually challenging with my kids. Uh, cause they aren't used to me not being available or me working out or whatever it is. Right. And so initially there was resistance in my mind, like, Oh, I'm not being a good parent, or maybe this isn't the right thing for me to do because like, what if they need me as if this is scarcity again, right? Yeah, what yeah. happens? Oh my God, if they need me for this three hours and I'm doing a thing. And so it took, um, it took for me a leap of faith in trusting their ability to be fine. Yeah. They don't need me all the time. I'm not wearing a cape and spandex. Thanks. Thank God. Um, and then it also allowed them to know when I'm available more. Not that I'm not available all that much, mm-hmm. but they come to me during certain times. It almost seems like they're planning ahead. Mom is at her best during these times for these kinds of things. Right. And if I can get her all to myself, it's kind of <laughs> amazing. And then I have these... To, to me, what I perceive to be, like you said, productivity isn't everything, but more productive, deeper, insightful, and even sometimes funny conversations with my kids. If I'm making sure that I get all of my stuff done in those hours, because it also right. trains me, okay, this is the three hours. I'm going to really focus and I'm going to knock this out so I can be responsive for the rest of the day. Right. And so instead of me, like just always kind of being ready to catch anything that gets thrown at me, which is kind of, especially for a mom, kind of subconsciously glorified. You're just always there for your kids. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> it allows me to focus on these things that wouldn't blend very well with being focused on them. So I knock all that stuff out and then I can be more present when I'm with them instead of having all those those other five tabs open in my brain for things that I could be, should be, whatever be doing right now, I can actually focus on, oh, this is, this is the block of time where I'm trying to 100% get 
hear the concern that my five-year-old has about yeah. the magnets and what happened to the tiny magnet and where did it go? Let's look together. And it can be fun versus annoying. Yeah. And so it, it allows me, like you said, to get into flow more. So I get more done. I feel like more of an adult more frequently. And I'm actually more fun as a parent, I think. Okay. When I'm blocking these times out. And it's not, it's not like on the wall somewhere. But my kids know if I'm doing certain things, if I'm working on schoolwork, if I'm coaching, I'm not available. And so, um, like, for instance, on Saturdays, we don't do screen time at all. No, none of us, adults included, are not allowed to do screen time until noon. It's also the day we clean. Oh. So we, like, clean. We all get together. And it's like this mass flurry of dust bunnies. And we try to get <laughs> as fast as possible. Because now the time after cleaning tends to be the time during the week where we play board games. Cool. Nice. Nice. Instead of my five-year-old all week long, would you play this game? Would you play this game? Would you play this game? She knows that she has me on Saturday when the chores are done and I will play games for three hours if she wants to. Yeah. So it, it streamlines the requests. It streamlines our focus. It makes us all more present. And it's so simple when she starts doing it. It's like, why didn't, why didn't I do this a decade ago? But I don't think I would appreciate it if I hadn't been catching the balls for a decade. That's, it's amazing to me how much that parallels to my work experience. Yeah. Because like how it started was like, I was the, you know, guy who'd been on the dev team for the longest. And so I did like highly urgent random support of fires. Um, (laughs) And so I could never get any real work done. Right. I was doing that ball catching. No focused work Um, anyway. Yeah. And so, but it was very gratifying because these people were like, oh, good job, Dan. You put this site back up or you fixed this thing. Or yeah, I really needed that in five minutes and you did. That's awesome. Um, it's addicting, isn't it? Being responsive. Yeah. But, yeah. but I couldn't be like a programmer. <laughs> Not really. Not uh, really. <laughs> and then, yeah, when we transferred to like having more. So what we ended up doing was like taking all of those things that would have been asked throughout the week and just being like, we're going to have uh, maintenance on Mondays. So bring all your grievances to this meeting and the devs will be 100% responsive this day Mm. to do your stuff. But the rest of the week, you leave them alone. So that's the higher level picture of how we're time blocked at work. Yeah. Is Monday, we get to be highly responsive, but the rest of the days, the devs are working on their projects. Um, But then when I was doing the transition between that, because I was doing a lot of support, um, my days would be split like your days, um, which is like... uh, Basically telling people, you know, in the morning, I'm all yours. Until lunch, you can ask me any question you want. But if you ask me questions after lunch, I may not get back to you until the, until the next morning. Right. So like my mornings were like highly available, highly urgent. And then the rest of the time I was able to put time into tickets. Um, and a lot of people don't like, like that. And like some people would, while they were learning, you know, open my door or walk over and tap me on the shoulder while I had music playing and I was programming being like, Hey, you didn't reply to my message when I pinged you on that thing. Uh, did you get my email? It, there's this thing. It's just like, oh, sorry. Um, how urgent is that? And you start like asking these boundaries related questions <laughs> of like, like you, you try to train them to like do their own filtering. Right. Right. Um, and so, and then it turns out that like, it's probably not all that urgent. It could have waited until tomorrow morning. And so it's like, yeah. cool. I'm going to get to it first thing in the morning. Um, 
but yeah, for now I'm working on these projects. And if you want me to do anything like that in the future, could you just like queue it up and send it to me? I, I will look at it first thing every morning, mm-hmm. but after lunch, you know, it's time for us to do meetings or it's time for me to work on this project or whatever. Yeah. You're um, setting up that part, a dedicated piece of time that people learn to rely on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. actually, it can be really uncomfortable at first, very similarly to boundary setting because it's changing the status quo. And can't I just bug you whenever I want Dan? It's like, so it's not on fire yet, but it might happen. And I'm thinking about it now. So you should think about it now. It's like this weird ripple effect of kind of disorganizedness everywhere. Well, just like how you said, like, you also need to like build that muscle and that trust that like the company isn't going to burn down in the next two hours. You have right? to, for like me, if, I had like to if, dial my ego like back a little if bit. Da- me too, no, no, no. I was doing support and I was loving all the gratification. Yeah, so it was yeah. for me too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, but, 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 but what if, what if there's an issue? Yeah, what if that thing goes down? Yeah. Panic, panic, which breeds more panic in the people. Right. Whereas if you're trusting them for the other part of the week, some of those, like you said, uh, it's not urgent. Yeah. I find with my kids, some of their problems resolve themselves. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I am not the fixer of all the problems. If I am simply not available all the time, they are actually getting this opportunity to grow and figure stuff out and build right. their own confidence. And then when they bring me a thing, they probably need to bring me a thing. It's probably a thing. Adults too. I know, right? So it's perfect. No, it, <laughs> no exactly what you said again. Yeah. Like, because I, I, I have this sneaky suspicion that some listeners are like, yeah, kids, man need to learn those lessons and all this stuff. It's like, no, no. Like the biggest dividends for this for me was like setting a tone and adjusting the culture in the workforce. Yeah. Like all the same lessons get taught to adults. They also haven't learned them. They also are overly urgent and overly responsive to yeah. things that can be put Just off or, yeah. Um, the other thing that I found that's interesting, I don't know exactly how this would translate to work, but when I was um, teaching for Personality Hacker, asking students to articulate the problem, like what's the actual problem and having Mm. almost criteria in how they articulate it, sometimes they figured out the problem for themselves because I wasn't available all the time. They had to take the time to articulate it well and they couldn't just go, hey, 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 hey. And so setting up some of those boundaries can be uncomfortable. Your ego might take a hit. Uh, people, there might be pushback. It's not comfortable. Anytime you change the tone of a relationship, it can be awkward and that's okay. Everybody gets to learn something in that space. But like you said, it it offers more flow. And even if it's just a couple hours a day, these two hours a day, I'm dedicating towards this thing that I have to get done at work. And the rest of the time I can do meetings. I can go to lunch with you guys, whatever. But that's all time blocking is, is just setting these boundaries in your day where you can count on being able to focus on a thing and other, you can count on other people to not die in your absence. Right. It's basically that simple. Which is the exact same in like your personal life or in mom land, right? Yeah, it's exactly like, the same. So like carving out time for the podcast or, mm-hmm. you know, if you liked painting or drawing or working out or whatever, just knowing that like, oh, every Thursday from this hour to this hour, these couple hours mom's doing that thing mm-hmm. that's a totally reasonable thing for you to do as a mom in fact it, it like it livens your life greatly because you get to be a human and not like some vessel that is just like saving the lives of all these like little people right which for me built a lot of resentment 
Yeah. Why do you guys always need things? Which was weird because it was coupled with I save the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's what a, what a weird feeling, right? Yeah. Okay, so that that's another one of those things that like we would end up in a conversation off air and it'd be like, there must be a, there's not an English word for that feeling, but there must be like a German one. We'll have to ask Klaus. Right? That feeling of like <laughs> resentment of being leaned on too much while feeling like you're amazing because you saved the ball. Yeah, there's gotta that, be a that, word. That's a feeling. That, that must be a thing. Because yeah, that's super real. I bet every listener just like laughed and, <laughs> and like can think of a time of their life because- At least think of a time where it applies. Yeah. Either that or we both lost our minds. and we Yeah, okay, well, issues, maybe. Which yeah. is possible, but it unlikely. <laughs> yeah, so time blocking. There's the whole book if you want to read about it or just like, is there something that you haven't been getting around to that's really important to you? Like, why hasn't it been happen- happening? And could time blocking possibly help you bring into reality this thing, whether it's your abs for the summer or writing a book or just being able to focus at work? Whatever it is, this is a tool. It's a very simple tool that can be applied in so many ways. And you get to pull in your ability to process discomfort. You get to pull in your boundary skills. You get to like people. It's the whole smorgasbord. It's the exact same as working on boundaries. So like if you've ever thought like, ah, everyone's scary and all my relationships are terrifying, so I'm never going to have the courage to work on boundaries. This is actually a really good way to put your toes in the water. Because mm-hmm. you're you're learning all the same skills and you're getting some of the same reactions, but they're they're deafened or cushioned a little bit because of how like uh what was the phrase you used at the very beginning of this? Legitimized. It, yeah, it's so much 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 more of a legitimate thing for you to say to someone mm-hmm. that like I'm going to take a couple hours tonight to practice guitar. It's like such a reasonable thing to say instead of like um, you know like. The next time you're late when you promise to go to lunch, uh, I'm just going to leave. It's like a much more uncomfortable thing for you to tell someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, so so you can practice on this stuff first. Yeah. yeah and if you, you call while I'm practicing my guitar, I won't pick up. Right. It's pretty, you know, because it's just, yeah. It's less, um, maybe because you're simply putting up a wall that you're not allowing them in versus like with the leave you behind, you're, you're actively... Yeah, yeah. Them behind, which a lot of, a lot of boundaries is that. Whereas the easiest boundaries for me to set are if I don't want to pick up the phone, like if I'm busy or whatever, I just won't pick up. Feel free to call whenever you want. Yes. But if I'm doing a thing, I won't pick up. You're not going to take it personally. You're good. You understand that it's not like I hate you. Those non, those simple, uh, almost abstaining are easier boundaries for me to set when I'm I agree. playing with this new tool. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good place to start. Yeah. So thanks for teaching me this one. I was kind of doing it, but I didn't realize it was legitimized. So having you articulate it helped me solidify. This is okay. I can do this every day. It's going to be great. And it is, I really, it's um one of the simpler, higher yield tools to pull into your life. I totally, I agree. And it's, it's wild for me to agree on it because I'm so structure adverse. Don't control me, bro. Wait, but, Dan but, loves it. Yeah, but I'm like an amazing <laughs> proponent of being like, you should, uh, you have things you care about, you should time block them. Just like take them and plot them down and just being like, yeah, I, I, I swim on Thursdays. Because yep. it's also a super easy way to learn to say no. People are just like, hey, you want to go out drinking on Thursday? And you're just like, I swim on Thursdays. And people are just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like it's, it's the least confrontational thing ever. 
That's amazing. So. You might have that friend that pushes, but he'll learn not to push on the Thursdays. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Thursday, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So it is a training process. It's not going to be instantaneous because it's legitimized. There's still going to be some absolutely fabulous, fine, fun human tension that you get to navigate. And sure. Top of. So enjoy it. Enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> Send us an email <laughs> if you don't find it enjoyable. <laughs> Feeling all this discomfort? I, granted, dear listener, if you ever send me an email like that, I will always be like, I am so proud of you. That sounds so amazing. Man, you, you're learning tons. When you get a little bit further through that, can you like tell me some of the stuff you learned after? It'll just be insufferable. It'd be insufferable. <laughs> Dan's not going to get any emails addressed to him, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Are you it's- subconsciously time blocking? Eval Kimberly. we're dividing the labor right now apparently (laughs) apparently (laughs) so that's time blocking awesome that was fun yeah thanks for uh, teaching me that one cool you're very welcome (laughs) i'll see you all right see you next week (laughs) Bye. bye